and welcome to the Relationship Smart Women podcast. This is a podcast to help us explore how to be smarter in our relationships, how to be more aware, more reflective, clearer on our worth, and feel more like our true selves in these intimate, tricky bonds that we call relationships. I'm your host, Nicole Matheson, and my book, The Beauty Load, will be out from the 20th of May, 2022, and you'll be able to get that from any bookstore. If you enjoy this podcast, I would appreciate it so much if you could leave a review and subscribe and share it with a friend if you think it would benefit them. But for now, let's get started on today's episode. Welcome to another episode of the Relationship Smart Women podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Matheson. I don't know if you can hear, but it is pouring here in Brisbane as I record this for you. I'm sitting snuggled up in my bed with an op shop jacket I bought, which I'm sadly realizing is too small for me, but it is cozy. (laughs) But I want to talk to you today about the beauty load being a relationship issue. It is a primal, foundational relationship issue, in my opinion. So let me explain what I mean by that and how this unfolded for me because as you probably know, I am a relationship nerd. I'm a relationship therapist, counsellor and couple therapist. And so there were times when I was writing this book about body image where I was like, Nicole, you're not in your zone of genius. You're not in your area of interest. What are you doing slipping over here to talk about body image? There are people who are more expert than you over here. Or or just, is this your interest enough to be talking about body image? You know, and obviously it was because I was midway through writing a book about it. Um, But I was kind of having this little internal battle, like, is this off-brand for you? Is this relevant to your work and your clients? And let me tell you, my realization is that it absolutely is. And I only realized really recently, like since finishing the book, that it makes so much sense to me that this is my first book out of, I'm hoping, many, and that this is where my relationship journey started, because this is where my relationship journey started. My relationship, intimate relationship, my relationship with self and my relationship intimately with others, especially in a sexual and wanting to find a partner sense started with the beauty load. It did not start well. (laughs) It started with the toxic beliefs of the beauty load. It started with the belief that I am not attractive. I will not be able to find anyone who finds me attractive because of the way I look. And so 
how does that unfold as you step into dating, as you want to explore sex as a young person, as you find a partner and then you're in a committed relationship but you have your wobbles, you have your anxious attachment moments where you're like, am I enough? Do they still find me attractive? Are they looking at that other woman? The beauty load is absolutely a relationship issue and I explore that in my book. I started writing this book and it was not a book, it was a chapter in another book I was writing which I'm hoping will be my next book. So I started writing a book called Why Am I a Bitch to the One I Love? And the one of the chapters was I'm Not Pretty Enough and I was talking about pretty much what I was, what I was just saying, how when we don't feel confident about our attractive our attraction magnetism then we have doubt which we then project onto our partner and it creates relationship issues and so that was one of my reasons for us being a bitch to our partners <laughs> so it was one of the many chapters that I was going to write and then I got some clarity on that book and the structure of it and I realized that the I'm not pretty enough chapter was no longer going to be a chapter and I was going to take it out um, the whole thing changed and so I felt kind of like I didn't want to waste this chapter it was actually a 6,000 word chapter which is quite long I've actually made all of the chapters in the book The Beauty Load really quite short and sweet as in I wanted this book to be really readable and really digestible and really approachable and not too scary so yeah, 6,000 words was quite a big chapter and I was like, I don't want to just throw it out. I want to, I want to share that with um, people. So maybe I'll make it and turn it into just a, like a mini ebook, digital book that I'll sell on my website. I'd seen some of the people in my network doing this kind of thing with beautiful little designed up ebooks. So that's what I had in mind and I thought I'll just, I'll just go in and edit it and <laughs> next thing you know I had well it wasn't it was two years later I, I was kind of like this tiny mini project is taking me ages like I was getting a bit frustrated because I can be really impatient um, but I had a lot to say about this issue and you know I was, I was deep in it and I was like I can't stop now so then it became a 20,000 word book and I was like, great, that's plenty. I want it to be a small book still. I'll go get it edited. I'll self-publish. And I did all that and I had it ready to self-publish and I was like, no, nah, it's not finished. There's so much more to say on this issue. So I kept going. I went back in. I spent another year, another year and a half. And it became a 50,000 word book. <laughs> But the point is, it came out of a relationship book and I have been um, yeah, really excited to bring relationships and body image to see where they overlap, to see the discussion that can be had on, on where they interact. And I find that... Um, you know, there's there's lots of 
chapters in part two of my book where I go into what happens to us personally when we're affected by the beauty load. So the, the shame that we feel and the insecurity and the comparison and feeling like we need to fix ourselves and all of that and the body dysmorphia. But then I, um, I focus really in on relationships. I have a whole section, the second part of part two, where I'm focused on intimacy and the beauty load. And I have a chapter on dating and the load because I just feel like, oh my God, if there's a place where the beauty load intensifies, it is dating. It is putting yourself out there to see if someone finds you attractive because especially these days on you know online dating we are judging people and swiping on appearances only like there's not much depth that we get to share first is there it's not like you um you find out about them first it's like no you're just swiping on looks and so we talk i talk a lot about dating and how we actually cope with the insecurity in dating and then I talk about, um, I have the next chapter, which is chapter 17, called We Projected Onto Our Partners. And this, I, in this I share an, uh, a story from when my husband and I were newlyweds and I had this jealous rage because he was um, talking to some friends about an ex-girlfriend who I thought had bigger breasts and was more beautiful because she had bigger breasts and I projected that entirely onto my partner because I think that's often what we do with our own insecurities is we feel scared <clears throat> our protective parts jump in um, they want to really blame our partners for that discomfort they're actually asking for reassurance often they, they are also trying to protect us by keep, keeping us one foot out the door so that we're ready to not have our hearts broken. Um, so I'll just read you a tiny little bit from that. I said, we believe that our partner is making us feel a certain way, which is true to an extent. It is the partner, and in this case, it's the beautiful women too who is pushing our buttons. But the buttons, those insecurities and the sense of lack, the sensitivities, they're ours. Our partner is exposing in us the places that are sensitive and raw. It is painful, but it's also an opportunity to see ourselves more clearly. When we project this back on our partner, we do not get more intimate with ourselves and the parts of us that need our attention. Instead, we're running from discomfort again. In my own married way, I was still avoiding discomfort, just as I had when I ran away from my date. But this time, I was not leaving my marriage or my man. I was using my discomfort around the beauty load to create distance in my relationship from the terrifying place of intimacy. I'd actually be interested to hear if that resonates for you, if you can, at times, feel yourself projecting your beauty insecurity or your sense of not enoughness onto your partner um, because he's pushing those insecure buttons he or she so yeah then I go on to talk about how we can lose ourselves <laughs> um, that's a really interesting chapter as well like there's there's all these 
women out there in the world who feel like they have to put on an entire face of makeup before their partners wake up in the morning because they never, ever, ever want to be seen without their face on, without themselves being done. And I just kind of, I think that kind of epitomizes the beauty load and our insecurities, doesn't it? Even in the most intimate spaces of our lives, we cannot be exposed and vulnerable and seen for who we are. Then um, the next two chapters, I talk about sex. So chapter 19, we become sexually awkward. So how we think about our bodies affects our sexuality. Being touched in the places on your body where you are most self-conscious can be awkward. Um, You know, and instead of having a a sexual response, an invitation, a yes, you know, even though it might be a turn-on for you, you might feel this instant reaction of wanting to push their hand away, of wanting to say no, of excusing yourself. We get really disconnected from our bodies and it becomes sexually awkward. And shame. We feel a lot of shame around our bodies and then of sex and the two can really interact. Then in chapter 20, um, it's called We Think Sex Requires Beauty. And I talk about how the porn and the advertising industry have kind of led us to believe that in order to be sexy, we have to look a certain way, you know, so we have to be young, we have to be up for it, we have to be pretty, we have to have nice, neat vulvas. Um, And when we see these images over and over again, and we're just also, we're objectified, our bodies are not are not just vehicles and vessels for our sensual pleasure or for life. They become sexualized. They've been gawped at, commented on, fondled, uh, objectified in our, in our gaze so, for so long that they're not just parts of our body. They're, they're things to be viewed. And, and I argue in this chapter, and I, and I share stories that we are so disconnected from our pleasure because of this that um, and we become performative in sex. I I love what Dolly Dr. Holly Richmond, who's a specialist in sexual trauma recovery, says. Um, she says that men have sex for pleasure when they are young, especially, and young women have sex for power. And if you think about how we want to attract someone with our body we feel the power of having their attention and having them attracted to us we're not in the mode of enjoying the sensations the sensory the pleasurable we're in the mode of feeling powerful because we have the attention and that, that as well is really disconnecting and performative. And, and I feel like it's a really dangerous place for us to be because it means that we're not really tuned into our yes and our no. It means that we're not tuned into our, our body's consent. It means that we'll put up with shit just 
just to be found attractive. Um, we have so much pressure on those moments uh, that we lose connection to our pleasure. And the beauty load makes us become performative, not just in sex, but also in life. So then in part three of my book, I talk about how to transform the load. I talk about learning to feel beautiful and how to do that. I talk about getting comfortable with discomfort. But I also still have a chapter here called Attraction is More Than Beauty, in which I argue that we've become brainwashed about attraction and that we think that attraction is all about looks. Um, So finding a partner or um, finding another person attractive. But we know, don't we, that if if someone's really gorgeous but then their behavior lacks integrity, you don't feel safe with them, they're an asshole, they can become really unattractive within one instant. Um, whereas, you know, someone you're not so attracted to, if they show a, a beautiful heart and aligned values, they can become so attractive. So I challenge that attraction is all about looks and all the other things that attraction is about. And I end that chapter by saying to you, and I'll read this little snippet, for you to believe as the beauty load may entice you to, that you are not attractive because you are not like the women plastered on billboards and to opt out of self-worth and intimacy as a result is a waste. I guarantee that the person who is attracted to you will find the combination of features and qualities that you have intoxicating in ways that you will definitely underestimate from your negative and nasty authority figure viewpoint. In short, trust that you are attractive. So to sum up, the beauty load is a relationship issue. And for me, it was the relationship issue. It was the stumbling block. It was the place I got stuck. It was the thing that made me think I would never have a relationship. It's the thing that made me have no confidence in relationships. It's the thing that made me really awkward sexually. It made me self-sabotage. It made me say no to fun things. It, it just had such an impact on how my intimate life started that it makes sense to me that this is a relationship book and that I as a relationship therapist and geek have written this book. So I really hope um, that makes sense to you and that that excites you because I think I think it actually is something we don't get a lot body image crossover with relationships so I'm hoping it feels fresh and exciting to you and I really look forward to you actually getting your hands on the book which it's now the 12th of May when I record this I'm not sure when I'll get it out to you but there are eight days until you will have the book in your hot little hand if you have pre-ordered If you haven't already, you can go to Booktopia, Amazon, and the Book Depository. You can search The Beauty Load, and you can 
pre-order and it will be with you within eight days. So really, it's just like ordering it and it getting sent to you in the mail. I would love you to go grab a copy to share this podcast with anyone you think who might find it interesting and have a really lovely day. I hope it is not as wet for you as it is here right now. <laughs> Take care, honey. See ya. Thank you.